What's up? This is Kay. Kay here. And I am G. You are listening to... Talakitos. Tell me you're a Filipino without telling me you're a Filipino. Tara, kain tayo. Sir Rafi Tulfo in action. <laughs> Totoo. <laughs> Feeling ko Filipino lang talaga yung may Rafi Tulfo eh. Diba? Quick justice serve. Pag sinabi mong Sir Rafi Tulfo in action, parang takot ng mga bit yung mga tao eh. Takot ng... <laughs> Kabit talaga agad. Kumabilang bahay. <laughs> sumakabilang bahay, ganyan. Oh, sumakabilang bahay. Anyway, the reason why I'm asking that question is hindi lang dahil sikat siya ngayon, but we are also gonna be discussing all those katalak-talak at katok-tok na mga Filipino traits and characteristics. Yon. When we say nice. katalak-talak, ibig sabihin yung mga medyo or hindi medyo toxic na Filipino attitude. At mm. when we say katok, talks na Filipino characteristics, yung mga masasabi nating proudly Pinoy. Mm. Alright, G. So, bigyan mo kami ng mga examples dyan. Yun. Example. Ito, feeling ko, hindi na ito natatandaan or hindi na kilala masyado ng current generation. Pero nung bata-bata pa tayo, lagi nating nakikita or naririnig yung word na amor propio. Ano yung amor propio? Yes, oh my God. God. Balikan niyo yung elementary <laughs> textbooks niyo. <laughs> well, amor propio is like the love for pride or pride for oneself. Basta yung high value natin sa sarili nating pride or self-esteem as a Filipino. Is it a good mm-hmm. thing or a bad thing? Yun yung question eh. Kasi minsan it's a good thing, minsan it's a bad thing. For example, nagpapautang tayo sa mga tao and then nahihiya na tayo na singilin sila. Sometimes it's because of our amor propio. Feeling natin mahi-hurt or mababawasan yung amor propio natin, yung pride natin kapag ka naningil tayo sa kanila. Mm. What do you guys think so, about it? If that's the case, I think it gears more towards bad instead of good kasi you don't get to do what you have to. Okay. Pero actually, it could be good as well. Kasi sometimes, yung tinatawag na delikadeza, mm-hmm. I'm sure you are guys familiar with yes, it. Yes, lagi akong sasabihan ng lola ko niyan eh. Like, ano, wala kang delikadeza ang bata ka. <laughs> 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 Oo, oh, yung mga matatanda, grabe. Yung tipong pag naglalaro ka sa labas, tapos sasabihan ka ng lola mo na, asa yung delikadeza mo? Pababae mong tao, something-something ganyan, ganyan. Tapos sasabihan ka rin ng nanay mo na, maghabol lang kayo pero wag kayong tatakbo ah. Ano yun? <laughs> Ang labo. <laughs> Maghabulan ng wag tatakbo. Hindi pa ba kayo naka- nasasabihan ng nanay nyo nun? Hindi. It's Hindi either pa. makipaghabulan ka or wag kang tatakbo. But more likely, wag <laughs> kang tatakbo. Maghabulan ng wag tatakbo. <laughs> more on amoy araw ka na naman. Yun yung naririnig ko. Eh. <laughs> That's true. Pero as I was saying, in trying to protect our amor propio, We tend to conduct ourselves sa magandang attitude, good asal, ganyan. Konyo to. <laughs> sa magandang asal. So sometimes, it could be good, the more proprio thingy ng mga Filipino. But as I was saying, parang hindi na nga ito masyadong napag-uusapan ngayon. And actually, I haven't heard about it for a long time. Na parang, mm-hmm. I'm afraid baka nawawala na rin to sa vocabulary ng mga Filipinos. Especially yes. Diba? yes. Actually, never heard about it. Oh, wow. Yes. First time. <laughs> I think oh I've heard about it in elementary days but hindi siya tumatak sa akin kasi hindi na siya masyadong gamit na baon na sa limot. Siguro nung panahon ng mga nanay at lolo at lola natin, it's a big thing. Yes. Pero yeah, I agree kasi yung sinabi mo pala kanina na uh, it can be good or it can be bad kasi ba diba, anything that is sobra, kahit gano'ng pahagandang bagay yan, it can also cause harm or bad things to us. Exactly. Pero kayo guys, as Filipinos, Mahiyain ba kayo sobra? Or do you save your face that much? Hindi ko alam kung papasok dito yung amor propio. Ah. Pero kasi, pag may mga, may mga tipong kaya ko naman bayaran, ako na nagbabayad. Hindi na ako umaasa sa iba. Or hindi na ako umaasa sa jowa ko. Yung mga tipong, it's okay, I can pay. Na dapat naman talaga, hindi ko alam kung dapat, pero obligasyon niya naman talagang magbayad nun at the first place. Basta yung mga I can pay moment. 
Mm. Not sure kung pasok siya sa amor propio. It could be. Kasi it's more on your self-esteem siguro that you're trying to protect as well. Yung parang hiya mo na kapag ka siya yung nagbayad, baka kung ano yung masabi niya sa akin. Di ba? Yes, yes. Or yes. baka sabi niya, I'm so easy to get or I'm so gold digger. Mga ganong level. Yes. Yun. Hindi ba yan, so, ano, parang defense mm. mechanism na natin. Ayaw natin na, na napupulaan tayo kung kaya natin gawin yung mga bagay-bagay na yun. In order for us, yun nga, para hindi mapulaan ng ibang tao, we do it the amor propio. Siguro, yes. Kasi parang example din siya ng saving face eh. Kasi we try to avoid confrontation, yung mga ganyan. Hmm. Really, it's about protecting our pride as a human, hmm. as Filipino siguro. Okay, next. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> Filipinos are so resilient. Resiliency. Masabi ko na resilient kasi we are highly ad- adaptable eh. Kasi diba, bilang Pilipino, diba, kilala naman natin ang sarili natin na talagang ang daming OFW sa buong mundo. And all of those OFWs, syempre iba-iba yung situation and iba-iba yung environment na nadadat na nila dun sa bansang pinupuntahan nila. Alam mo yun, parang we can adapt quickly to the culture, to anything that is thrown to us. Parang ganun ka resilient yung mga Filipino in my mind. Ha? How about you guys? But do you think this Filipino resiliency is a good thing? Katalak-talak ba siya or katok-tok siya? If I may say, it can also be a bad thing. Kasi if you just, you know the word gaman sa Japanese, di ba? Gaman, parang magtiis. If you're resilient, we are prone to endure things kahit na medyo over-over na. Like for example, minamaltrato ka na sa sobrang pagiging resilient mo, hindi ka nagsasalita. Di ba? Mga ganun. It can also be a bad thing. Right. Recently, medyo tinitira din ng maraming tao yung, especially mga Pilipino, yung pagiging resilient natin. Kasi di ba, we've been suffering a lot, especially during the pandemic. Parang nagsabay-sabay yes. yan eh. And then some people were just saying, ah, it's because the Filipinos are so resilient that we can manage to do it. But some people are also saying na palagi na lang bang ang idadahilan natin ay yung pagiging resilient ng mga Pilipino. Why don't we take an action para hindi na natin kailangang mag-suffer? Gaya ng sinasabi ni Kay, kasi nga, when you are resilient, you tend to suffer a lot kasi you have to endure many things, di ba? Yes. So sometimes I think medyo katalak-talak yung pagiging resilient natin mga Filipino. Although we can be proud of it as well. Yes, and for me, it's a talk for me. Lalo pa yung ano, no? parang tumatak tong pagiging resilient ng mga Pinoy nung panahon ng Yolanda. But hindi lang Yolanda. Yung mga nakaraang pang mga, mga bagyong dumating sa Pilipinas. no? Kahit walang-wala na talaga, laban pa din eh. That's right. Agreed. Especially the media and the social media is highlighting the resiliency of Filipino people talaga. Kasi nakikita talaga natin, di ba? Bagyo mm. na, o wala ka ng bahay, and then you still laugh at it, di ba? Nakakatawa, yeah. nakakagawa ng memes and ng mga jokes. And that's the diba? good side of it, right? Kasi, Pero hanggang kailan? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> hanggang kailan? It can also be a way of being abused, di ba? Sa sobrang pagiging resilient mo, na-abuse na tayo. Bilang Pilipino, di ba? Yung sa Yolanda, for example, yung funds na supposedly napunta sa pagtulong sa mga naapektuhan ng bagyo, hindi napunta sa kanila. So, sino yung nag-suffer? Yung mga nag-suffer sa Yolanda, mas nag-suffer pa because of that. Kasi nga, resilient naman yung mga Pilipino. Eh. Inisip nila, ay, they can survive that no matter what. Parang ganon. There will be so much to talk about when we say the fans ng Yolanda or also whatever is happening in the current situation sa COVID-19, pandemic. But just to go to the depth of Filipino resiliency, I think talagang innate na siya sa atin as Filipino. Kasi palagi namang meron tayong nakakatulong eh. Hmm. Kahit na gano'ng kadilubyo pa yung pagdaanan natin. We are having a lot of people around us who can help us. And that helps us as well to become more resilient on things. Whether that's Yolanda, that's COVID, or kahit ano pang funds na hindi na i-provide as you were saying. Masyado na tayong lumalalim. Yeah, bilang napapag-usapan natin yung tulong sa paligid natin or yung mga taong sumusuporta sa atin sa araw-araw, yeah. Let's talk about the need for social harmony and validation. Close family ties, for example, di ba? Hmm. Ayan. So what do you think, guys, about this? Is it a positive thing or is it a negative thing? Talak or talk ba to sa inyo? For me, uh, it's a good thing and it could also be a bad thing. The need for social harmony and validation kasi when it comes to family... 
ang mga Pilipino napaka-family-oriented yan eh. Ang family mo, gagawin talaga lahat para lang ma-provide yung pangangailangan mo kahit magpaka-kuba-kuba na sila, lalo pa yung parents mo, maitawid lang yung pangangailangan mo. Ganun kasi yung mga Pilipino eh. However, it could also be a bad thing kasi may mga cases na meron tayong parang mentality na pag pamilya mo yan, kailangan mo supportahan yung magulang mo kahit anong mangyari na kahit minsan sila pa yung naninira sa'yo. Yung mga ganang eksena. Yeah, hindi lang magulang. Kahit kapatid or extended relatives, pinsan, yes. uh, Tito Mario, Tita Marites. Kasi sometimes, having a very close family tie could become overbearing sa isang tao. Yes. We bring a lot of baggages wherever we go, whatever we do. Iniisip natin yung kapakanan ng pamilya natin eh. Which is a very good thing. Pero sometimes kasi, some families have members na talagang nagiging overbearing. When it comes to decision making, dapat involved sila even though it's too personal na para sa'yo. Or when it comes to improvement, minsan madidelay yung improvement natin sa buhay because we need to think of other people. Imbes na ini-invest mo yung time and effort mo for yourself, you have to scatter all of them sa ibang kapamilya mo na rin. Na in some families pa, yung family members na yun don't even support you. At dyan na pumapasok yung utang na loob. Yeah, that is also true sa Filipino traits, which I think ang utang na loob is just purely katalak-talak and not katok-tok at all. Yes, yes. Sa akin, ano, pagtanong ng utang na loob naman, it's okay, pero hindi yung to the point na dahil may utang na loob ka sa tao, parang you're obliged to do something for that person. But as Filipinos, we tend to take it that way na kapag may utang na loob tayo sa isang tao, we have to give it back to that person. We think that way naturally. Or sometimes, even that person thinks that you have to return the favor. Sa bagay. Pero sa akin kasi, yeah, I remember the good things na ginawa sa akin ng tao. But um, don't expect me to, you know, parang return the favor. Kasi... I know someday siguro I can I can return the favor pero not in a forced manner parang I was expected to do so. Mm-hmm. Kumbaga thankful ka but hopefully hindi ka naman i-force na i-pay back yung utang na loob. Yes. yes. Pero I agree yung point ninyo kasi even me ayoko din ng naka-receive or parang tumanaw ng utang na loob sa ibang tao kasi baggage din sa sayo eh. Kasi 'di ba parang pag may utang na loob ka sa tao, hindi ka rin makatulog eh. Hindi ka mapapakali, gusto mo rin talagang ibalik somehow. I get that point talaga. Kasi yung utang na loob yung pinakamahirap na bayaran ng utang. Exactly. Walang value. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Depende sa kung ano man yung kaya mong ibigay ganun. So, for me, yung ano, yung sa social harmony and validation, based sa na-experience ko, uh, I can say na talak siya dahil sobra-sobrang dami na nung parang, oo, pamilya kayo, pero it doesn't necessarily mean na isa lang yung dapat na sumuporta o bumuhat. Kasi minsan yung bang kung sino yung nakakaangat, nakaginhawa, sa kanya napupunta lahat ng burden to help, to assist the ones in the family na in need, ganyan. Which is, I don't see the point. Kasi we're family, we're supposed to be helping each other out. Yep, and we're very thankful to those members of the family na talaga namang napaka-resilient sa pagbuhat sa buong pamilya. Sa mga breadwinner. Exactly. Yeah. Dagdag ko lang kanina yung sa pagtanaw ng utang na loob. Kasi parang nagiging toxic lang siya kapag yung kinagawa mong... I mean, may mga cases din kasi na mag-aanak para lang may mag-aalaga sa'yo sa pagtanda mo. Na nagiging parang kids for retirement na. Retirement fund mo yung mga anak mo, no? Oo. Investment mo na yung anak mo. <laughs> which is nagiging toxic na minsan. Well, yes. in a way, it's also good to say na investment mo yung mga anak mo. Na ang return is parang yung satisfaction mo sa sarili mo na nakapagpalaki ka ng isang mabuting tao. Pero kung yung sinasabi mo na investment or retirement fund, thinking na pag-aaralin ko tong anak ko para pag laki niya, siya yung magbibigay sa akin ng bahay, ng pera, and everything. I think that is not a very good Filipino trait. And I am sure that many of the Filipinos would agree on that. Yes, kasi at the first place, I think, hindi naman pinili ng anak mo na isilang siya sa mundo eh. Mm. Yeah, I agree. So, yung kids for retirement, that is, for me, atalak as well. Bilang kasi sa atin sa Pilipinsa, 
wala kasi tayong matinong pension pagtanda ng mga magulang natin or pagtanda natin. That's why tendencies, umaasa sila sa mga anak nila na yun na yung bubuhay sa kanila pagka nag-retire na sila, ganyan. So, naging ano na siya, parang endless cycle na siya. That is what is expected for us na mga anak ganyan, na dapat ibalik mo yung parang utang na loob in a way na inalagaan, pinalaki, inaruga hanggang sa kung ano man yung na, na narating mo dahil sa magulang mo yun, ba diba? Kasi sinuportahan kanila Pero, at the end of the day, kasi hindi maganda na para bang kailangan mong ibalik yun in a form of retirement para sa magulang mo. Kasi alam natin naman pare-pareho sa atin na mahal natin yung family natin. Pero, ang pangit lang ng feeling na parang expected siya lagi na ganun. Kasi minsan, pwede naman na hindi. <laughs> diba? Wala tayong choice. Kumbaga, yun yung point na pangit. Kasi yun yung path na nakalaan para sa'yo. Kasi nga, ayun yung kultura natin. Yes. But to be fair lang sa mga parents na naging ganun yung thinking, I think the root of that is, well, sad to say, but it's the poverty of the Philippines, right? Yes. I mean, I agree with that. People are saying na Philippines is not a poor country, which I also believe mm. when it comes to resources and stuff like that. Pero kapag tinignan mo kasi yung margin talaga, poverty is poverty sa Pilipinas. Halatang halata yung difference ng mayayaman at may hirap. Pero normally, yung mga magulang na nag-iisip na yung anak nila, yung pag-asa nila, is yung mga galing talaga sa hirap. Mm. And we cannot blame them for that. Kasi they cannot provide a good life sa sarili nila. And they are thinking na having a child would be the key para magkaroon ng magandang buhay. But as we are all saying, it shouldn't be that way. Kasi pagkapanganak pa lang ng anak mo, binibigyan mo na siya ng burden. Exactly. Anong pinagkaiba niya sa pagkakaroon ng utang ng bansa? <laughs> Bago ka pa ipanganak, di ba? <laughs> Pero sabi nila, di ba, kung ano daw yung pinaka-dream mo sa sarili mo, yung pa yung pinapasa mo sa mga anak mo. So, at the first place, kung hindi ganun kaganda yung pamumuhay nyo, it's natural kumbaga na mag-expect ka doon sa anak mo na gawin niya yung path na hindi mo ginawa for yourself. I agree. Pero okay na, parang ando na, hindi naman natin pwedeng i-blame yung mga parents kasi nga because of poverty. Pero, yeah, you can expect somehow kasi andun kayo eh, parang from rags to riches yung story, parang ganun. Pero at the end of the day, ang sinasabi ko lang, don't put much pressure on your kids. Kasi syempre, ba, may sarili din silang buhay na kailangan paghandaan. Hindi pang habang buhay na pwede mo silang asahan lang sila lang at sila lang. There's always a limit. That's right. I think the good side of the current generation is we are more aware of such things. Kasi tayo mismo yung nakaka-experience, ba? And mas assertive na yung mga kabataan or mga tao, especially millennials sa panahon ngayon, to think and to express things about this. And by doing that, we can spread that kind of idealism na even though it's been part of our culture, it shouldn't be that way. Na pwede natin mm. yun mabago. Yes. Kasi nga, it's bordering na sa pagiging toxic ng kultura natin. I couldn't agree more. Yes. Pero may meron pa rin naman talaga na parang masaya talaga sila na natutulungan nila yung parents nila. Wala naman kasing masamang tumulong. Pero wag lang sigurong sosobra kasi parang maglilid na siya sa dependency eh. Yes. Totoo. Well, I mentioned about pagiging aware and assertive ng current generation compared with the people from before tungkol sa mga ganitong issues. Let's talk about generation mirroring as well. Yung mga tipong ano, nung panahon namin, ganto kami, napaka mga market namin, mga pabebe kami <laughs> nung mga panahon namin. Yung mga ganang-ganon, ba yun, yes. G? Yes. Tipong panahon namin, pagmahawakan lang ng lalaki yung kamay namin, kasal agad. <laughs> Ngayon, alas 12 na, wala ka pa sa bahay. <laughs> Sana kung alas 12 na. Eh. <laughs> Pero guilty ako dun. As a tito, ha? <laughs> okay. As a tito na. Okay. Yes. How about you guys? I don't know. Wala pa tayong anak lahat as maybe our listeners know. But sa mga pamangkin ninyo or those family members na mas bata sa inyo, do you tend to do that? Siguro sa younger brother ko. Kasi when we were growing up, our parents is not really present physically. Nandyan sila, we know. Kumbaga, yung situation is ako yung mas nasa bahay bilang nakatandang kapatid. Yun yung kasi yung mga panahon na addict sa computer, yung mga estudyante, so cutting classes, ganyan. Hindi ko nagawa yun noong panahon ko. So I always reprimand my brother na 
oh, naglalaro ka na naman lagi ng computer. Puro computer na lang. Ganito na lang, ganyan, ganyan, ganyan. Unahin mo to, unahin mo yan. Mga ganun. Mm. Siguro yan, yung part na generation mirroring. Pero um, other than that, wala naman akong maalala. But do you think it's fair sa younger generation na nagsasuffer nun? Kasi we've all been there as well, di ba? Yung mga nanay at tatay natin, ginaganan din tayo, eh, di ba? Yung panahon ko, ganyan lang yung baon ko. Yung panahon namin, ganyan lang kinakain namin. <laughs> di ba? But kayo, as people who are also doing it sa stage natin, adult stage natin right now, how do you feel about it? I was doing it out of concern, not realizing na generation mirroring na paling ginagawa ko. It's more on concern ako dun sa brother ko. That's why I did it. Kasi I don't want him or his path to be on a different direction na alam kong mapapasama siya. Ayun well, na. for sure, ang mga parents natin, they were also doing it out of concern. But if you were the one na nakaka-experience nung ganun, it's so irritating, I think, eh, di ba? And I'm sure... Kapag ka nasasabihan ko yung mga pamangkin ko ng ganyan, I know how they feel. Pero sometimes you can't help it eh, no? Na parang you are so worried na hindi nila makontrol yung sarili nila. And we wanted to say na, we've been there, we've done that. <laughs> so makinig ka na lang. Pero sa totoo lang, sobrang nakakaedit na for sure. Um, actually, sa akin, wala akong masyadong talak dito no? sa generation mirroring. Kasi hindi ko sure, baka wala lang akong pakailan. <laughs> kasi siguro naman may mga nagsasabi sa akin na noong panahon namin ganito kami well marami na talaga wala lang talaga akong pakialam magkaiba tayo ng generation eh generation nyo yan eh iba, iba yung generation namin eh panahon nyo tapos na yun panahon namin eh ganito kami I know they're just concerned pero okay anong gusto mong gawin ko meron tayong evolution na tinatawag <laughs> I mean yung during the 90s ginagawa niyo yan. Pero iba na kasi sa panahon ngayon. We do understand that. But for example, magkaanak ka in the future and then your child will go and stay outside ng hanggang, I don't know, 12, 2 a.m., ganyan, or tumatakas. Which is, we also did before when we were young. Di ba? Yeah. And then, ginagawa nila yon. How do you react to that? Well, depende kasi sa sitwasyon how you handle it eh. But they will be saying na, yung panahon nyo yun, hindi pa kayang umuwi ng gantong oras. Pero sa panahon namin ngayon, okay na. At the first place, hindi ko sasabihin sa magiging anak ko or hindi ko ipapamuka sa magiging anak ko yung sa panahon namin, ganto-ganto. Kasi iba eh. Yun nga, doon doon pasok pagiging toxic eh. Iba yung nangyayari noon, iba yung nangyayari ngayon, at iba yung mangyayari sa future. Bakit mo kailangan i-compare, i push yung generation mo sa generation nila. Eh. Well, I totally agree. I'm also not a fan of generation mirroring. Pero, this is easier said than done, to be honest. I guess Kasi, so. no matter how much you want to be the cool father or cool mother, cool tito-tita, sometimes, out of nowhere, lumalabas lang talaga siya eh. Kasi mm-hmm. sa sobrang katigasan din ng ulo minsan ng mga younger generation that we think na, do you know better than us? Which is, I'm sure, ganun din yung iniisip ng mga mas matatanda sa atin before. Like, do you know better than us? And They could are... be better than us. For sure, they are better than us in many aspects of life. But exactly. there are also parts na we are better than the ones who are older than us. And those mm. younger than us are, are better than us. Right? But what I'm trying to say is, <laughs> generation mirroring is really a toxic Filipino culture or siguro hindi lang Filipino. But even though we are trying to avoid it, I think it is also important na pinapaalam natin sa mga mas nakakabata sa atin yung difference ng previous generation sa current generation because they would be able to know how they become more privileged right now compared before. The thing is, siguro in the way we tell it lang to those younger than us, doon lang siya nagiging toxic. But if we were able to say it in a better and more educational way na hindi medyo reprimanding, siguro it will become easier for them to accept it. Yeah, yung sa generation mirroring, the elderly ones or the older ones, we are telling the younger ones yung mga bagay na ganito, mga bagay na ganyan, out of concern. And the younger ones, they will act like, oh, nakakairit na naman yan, puro ganyan, puro ganyan. Pero when they grow up, they will realize na it's for their own good. Kaya naman sinabi sa kanila nung nakakatanda. Most of the time, ha? pero may mga bagay din na parang wala namang talagang sense. Parang compare lang talaga. 
yung mga yon I don't think it's good. Pero yung concern ng nakakatanda sa mas younger generation, I think it's not a bad thing. Depende talaga sa purpose, eh, no? And sa way ng pagsasabi mo siguro. Yes. Yeah. But teenagers especially are just normally stubborn. We should accept that. Lahat <laughs> <laughs> tayo magagawa dyan. Oo, stage ng buhay nila. So guys, how about doon naman tayo sa ah, sumasagot ka pa. Yung mga older people are always right thingy. What do you think about that? Tapos pag hindi ka sumagot, sasabihin, oh ano, sumagot ka. Sumagot ka. <laughs> <laughs> sala sa init, sala sa lamig. <laughs> <laughs> totoo, totoo. Yung part na yan, nakaka-restrict masyado. I believe on equality kasi. So, no matter matanda, bata, if you have an opinion, if you have an idea, you should be free to express it. So, it doesn't matter. Pero, wag naman yung point na yung bata sumasagot ng pabalang. Kasi nakabwisi talaga yun, kahit naman sa akin. Eh. If yung bata sumasagot, pero may sense yung sinasabi niya, and he or she is making a point, then there's no problem. Then sabihin, oh, bastos tong batang to, sino nanay mo? <laughs> <laughs> pero I believe in our generation, we were not able to express ourselves talaga mm. in the way na sinasabi mo, okay? Kasi ngayon, we are more liberal in the way we think. We are more open-minded compared doon sa mga generation na nauna sa atin because they are more conservative, I believe. So, mm-hmm. before, kapag sumagot ka, talagang sabi nga ni Jay, bastos tong bata na to, sino mo nanay mo, ganyan. <laughs> Pero ngayon, siguro yung mga modern parents, they allow the kids to be able to express themselves, which is good. Mm-hmm. Pero I hope na mas tumatak pa siya sa kultura natin bilang mga Pilipino. Na as Filipinos, when it comes to parenting, we are open-minded to what our kids have to say to us. Mas ma-instill yung trait na yan. Exactly. The right wording that I'm looking for. <laughs> Aba nang sinabi. <laughs> <laughs> Wala namang problema kapag yung may pinaglalaban ka as a kid. Pero lagyan mo ng respeto. Pero manggagaling talaga yun sa magulang eh. Kung paano mo tinuturo yung tamang pagsagot at tamang respeto sa mas nakakatanda sa'yo. Although, yeah. outside factors are also gonna be factoring in, di ba? Totoo. <laughs> Kumbaga, paano ba yung mga pambabasa sa mga bata? Wait, wait, wait. Eh, ano oras naman, na? <laughs> gano, ano oras na? Tapos sasagutin ka ng uh, 9.30. Gano, yung parang sagutin ka lang nila na ano, prank kang sagot na parang, ayun, yung oras talaga. Uh, But how do you uh, want them to answer you? Anong oras na? Oras na para umuwi. <laughs> oh, di ba? Parang, ganun. Anong oras na, Sarah? <laughs> 9.30. Po, ganun. <laughs> Pero what do you think, guys? How do we change this kind of parent-children relationship ng mga Pilipino when it comes to older people being always right? I think we need to have a proper education or we should be well-educated, well-raised, no? Yeah. <laughs> pero ang mahirap Eba. kasi Pero ang mahirap kasi is When you say child-parent relationship There's really no proper way Or there's really no exact way to do it, di ba? We cannot yeah. be perfect about parenting Tapos pumafactor in pa yung kultura, belief Yung mismong sa loob lang ng pamilya ninyo Kumbaga, eto yung pinaniniwalaan ng pamilya ninyo and eto yung pinaniniwalaan ng society Those kind of factors, di ba? Mahirap silang pagsamasamahin And then sabihin natin na we should be educated about child-parent relationship. Napindalaban ko. Pero yung sa akin siguro, yung sa sinasabi mo, it's all about open communication between the parent and the child. Yung intimacy ng relationship nila. Kasi nandun yan eh. Kung yung bata ay lumaki ng malayong loob sa magulang nila, syempre kahit anong klaseng sagot yung ibigay ng anak, ang dating, pabalang. Kasi they don't have that intimate relationship na dapat meron ng isang parent and child. So, if the parent was able to, you know, get close to the child and mag-guide niya ng tama and they have an open communication while the child was growing up, this wouldn't be a problem eh. They will have a give-and-take kind of relationship din. So, kapag sasagot yung bata, may kinig si magulang. Kapag sasagot yung magulang, papakinggan ng bata. It is like that for me. And as adults now, it's our responsibility to be the one to initiate that kind of conversation with them. Yeah. Which is not easy, to be honest. Yeah, it's not But easy. We never should. easy. Bilang napapag-usapan natin yung mga sagutang pabalang, syempre, kaakibat at kakabit na yan yung pagkawala ng disiplina or lack of discipline. 
disobeying rules. Yan. Isa yan sa mga bagay na nagagawa natin mga Pilipino on our daily life. What is your opinion about this? Yung mga tipo <laughs> nakalagay na ang laki-laki ng signage sa EDSA. Huwag kang tatawid na kamamatay. Tapos <laughs> <laughs> marami pa rin tumatawid. My God! Ano pa yan? Alam mo kung ano yung unang rason kung bakit maraming tumatawid? Bakit? Maraming may rayuma, takot sa hagdanan. <laughs> <laughs> Tapos ang taas na mga overpass natin, di ba? Diba? <laughs> Hiking. <laughs> walang, walang, ano, walang elevator pa yan, sira palagi. Totoo. <laughs> Totoo. Pero I've read somewhere, one of the reasons why Filipinos really lack discipline is because of the colonial mentality, which is also another trait of Filipinos. Yeah. Interesting, di ba? Parang sinasabi na, we were colonized di ba, by many other countries. Mm-hmm. And yung haba ng panahon na naging colony tayo at naging slaves tayo ng ibang bansa, parang nagbunga siya sa pagkakaroon natin ng desire to be free. And yung parang hindi ka pangahawakan ng rules, ng kung anumang order. So we tend to lack the discipline because we are trying na kumawala doon sa mga rules na nag-restrict sa atin, na, na magpaparamdam sa atin na we are still colonized or we are still enslaved by this kind of restrictions. Kumbaga, napaka-rebellious natin, no? Yeah, I think that's the word that I'm looking for. <laughs> Again. <laughs> <laughs> Pero, do you think it's a bad thing or it's a good thing? It's a bad thing. By the name itself, it's a bad thing. I mean, disobeying rules is a bad thing because if you don't follow rules, uh, look at our society. Yeah. Diba? But uh, I will give you an example. In Japan, they are following rules, all of them. Pero, because of that, the expectations of the society parang mas mataas. You have to act on a certain manner, on a certain way, on your daily life. So parang sakal na sakal sila. So when Japanese people go to the Philippines, they feel free because hindi nandidumiro yung mga bagay-bagay yung kilos na ginagawa nila. They can do whatever they want. Diba? So I think it's somehow behind that bad things, may magandang bagay din siyang dulot eh. Pero I think it's just temporary kasi in the long run, wala talaga siyang magandang na idudulot eh. Yeah, I don't know kung temporary pero syempre, yung feeling of deprivation, mm. di ba? Yun kasi yung good thing na nawawala eh kapag ka you disobey the rules or you know, parang when you get to do what you want, the satisfaction, yung mga bagay na nakukuha mo, di ba? Dahil nag- nagagawa mo yung gusto mo, di ba? Yun yung part na nakapagpaganda ng pakiramdam mo. Makes you feel good, di ba? good side naman, the Philippines is one of the happiest country in the world. In the world. Yes. Yeah. But how is that related to lack of discipline or disobeying rules? Oh, relate ka ba? For more episodes like this, follow us on Spotify, Facebook, IG, and Twitter. Tara, back to our talats and talks. Kasi, Kasi nga, pag nagdi-disobey ka, meron kang satisfaction sa sarili mo somehow. Okay. <laughs> well, that's a good analogy, I think. But I'm not sure if that's relative. Pero possible. Possible naman talaga na when you are satisfied sa sarili mo, you become happier. Which we have observed in other countries as well. Like for example, in Japan, since there are many rules and restrictions, the suicide rate is high. But it's difficult to compare culture to another culture. Mm. Pero don't get me wrong, in the long run, <laughs> hindi talaga siya maganda. <laughs> exactly. Kasi minsan we have to think if it's worth risking other people's sake para sa sarili nating satisfaction. Doon na papasok pagiging greedy ng tao. Mm, yeah. But what I'm trying to say is it's okay to break some rules if it would lead to some changes or for the betterment of the society. Pero kung consensus naman ang ginagawang rules is for the sake of many people, for safety, risk, peace, I think we should follow them. Well, I'm not saying na yung disobeying rule is a good thing, diba? What I'm just saying is there's a contrast between it, diba? Kumbaga, I know kasi lack of discipline, it is already a negative word, diba? What I'm just saying is um, behind that, there's also something na nangyayari na magaganda din because of that. Pero syempre, we, we tend to see the negative things lang. Which is true naman din. Nabanggit ni Jay na ang Philippines is one of the happiest countries in the world. And when you are happy, you tend to become friendly 
and you are friendly, we tend to become hospitable. <laughs> pasok na pasok! <laughs> <laughs> Pero para sa akin kasi, ang hospitality ng mga Filipino, world class yan eh. Mm, diba? yes. We are very caring people. We have nurses around the world and we produce majority of the nurses around the diba? world. Hindi nga nawawala ng pamilya, ang isang pamilya na walang nurse eh. Uy, walang nurse sa family namin. Ah. Wala kahit mga pinsan-pinsan. Walang Ay, meron, meron, meron. Pinsan meron naman. Oh, di ba, pamilya mo pa rin yun. Okay. <laughs> I think it dates back to colonization era. Di ba? Parang, paano ba tayo na-colonize? Di ba? Kasi winelcome natin sila. <laughs> well, based on facts ba yan, and history. We embrace them. Di ba? Parang Lapu-Lapu did not welcome Magellan, ha? <laughs> no, di ba? Parang uh, they introduced yung, yung ano, di ba? Yung church and everything. So, oh alam mo yun, God. parang we, we welcome them. Open arms. Walang nangyaring ano, bakbakan agad. Di ba? Walang ganun. Talaga ba? <laughs> nangyari na lang yung bakbakan nung, nung na-feel na nila na parang may something negative. But we welcome them. Open Did arms. Did we welcome them or we were deceived by those countries? I'm not yes, sure. Yes, but... of course, we were <laughs> deceived kasi iba yung plano nila. But for us, na oh, may dayuhan. Instead of being repulsive towards those people na hindi mo kilala, we welcome them open arms. Ganun tayo ka ano, hospitable. So kaya tayo na-colonize. Yan yung totoo, di ba? <laughs> Google natin yan. <laughs> yeah, that's how I but see anyway, it. Though. Yes, okay. But I think yung pagiging hospitality natin talaga, ano na yan, innate na yan, hindi yan, hindi yan basta karakteristik or trait lang. Ano na, we're born with it. Ganun. We are born to be hospitable to yes. people. <laughs> we are born to hospitalize people. <laughs> That's why there's many, many nurses. Ganun. <laughs> Pero totoo yan, kahit saang parte ng mundo, basta merong Pilipino, mararamdaman yung pagiging hospitable ng Pilipino. Eh. Yung pinaka-peak nang hindi ko inexpect na pagiging hospitable ng Pilipino is yung nasa Cebu ako. Yung tipong hindi kayo magkakakilala, tapos ako lang yung dayuhan sa kanila eh. I mean, Gusto ko yung dayuhan. Dali akong Manila. <laughs> tapos sila, mga Cebuano sila, nasa isang apartment kami. Tapos talagang sila yung nag adjust for me. Yung mga ganong eksena. Parang, Wow, kahit hindi ko sila kapamilya, napaka-hospitable nila. Ito, personal realization ko about the level of hospitality ng mga Filipino was when I was in Japan. Kasi mm. diba, when you are here in the Philippines and you have a visitor, number one is you offer food, you offer mm. them bed. And I don't know if you do it as well, but as far as I could remember, Kapag kami mga guests sa bahay before, we give them the bed and then we sleep sa floor o kaya sa sala. Mm-hmm. But in Japan, and as I've seen din sa mga k-drama, I think, kapag meron silang bisita sa bahay, they let the visitor sleep sa floor and then doon sa bed yung may-ari ng bahay. Di ba? Mm-hmm. It's very minuscule information, pero ang laki ng difference kasi for me. But I'm not saying... This one is good and this one is bad. Pero I think the mere fact na pinapagamit mo yung bed, yung personal space mo sa tao na bisita mo lang naman, mm. that's a very big gesture of hospitality, di ba? Yes. Oh, may dadagdag pa pala ako. Ito pa, yung mga nakatagong mga, mga, antal dito, yung mga nakatagong plato, plato <laughs> ng mga na, ng nanay mo. Classic sa stories. Inyo, hindi pinapagamit, pero pag may bisita kayo. <laughs> Tapos ito pa, yung mga tipong, ano, typical days, bawal magpasok ng chinela sa bahay, pero pag may bisita po, <laughs> pasok mo rin sa patos mo. Pasok mo rin sa patos <laughs> Totoo. Diba? But is that good? Yes, I think. Kasi minsan well, lang naman sila eh. Hindi naman palagi eh. It doesn't really hurt us. Pero if you look at the bigger picture of it, aren't we becoming too hospitable that probably some people might take advantage of us? Aren't we that hospitable because we are feeling inferior of ourselves? Now we want the guest to feel so good or probably bumabalik siya sa amor propio na discussion natin, no? We don't want the guest to say anything bad about us, about our house. 
marami ring factors na pwedeng i-connect sa ibang Filipino traits when we talk about hospitality, no? Yeah, I agree with that. Pero I think kaya natin ginagawa yung mga bagay na yun is because we want to make our guests comfortable. Yun lang. That's the simplest thing. We want them to feel at home, di ba? Ganun naman lagi yung mindset natin eh, kapag may bisita. Ganun tayo kabigay todo sa mga bisita. Kasi we welcome them as a family. We welcome them as one of us, not just an outsider. Yes. So, pwedeng pumasok din dito yung isang discussion natin a while ago about social harmony and validation. Parang, Pwede. Kasi diba, lahat naman eh, kahit naman ibang bansa, they're also hospitable to their guests. Pero hindi sa level ng hospitality ng mga Pilipino. Going back to Japan, kapag ka pumunta ka sa bahay nila, dapat ikaw yung may dalang pagkain, di ba? Totoo. Pero dito sa Pilipinas, pagpunta ng bisita, siya pa yung papakainin mo, di ba? Sasabihin ka mo na, nagdala ka na naman ng pala mo din sa bahay. <laughs> Kahit na masabihan ka na ng pamilya mo ng ganun, di ba? Oo, <laughs> pero, na pa- pero papakita dun sa bisita mo na super hospitable ng family nyo. Pero pag ikaw na lang mag-isa, nagdala ka na naman ng pala mo din sa bahay. <laughs> What I'm trying to point out is that I think the level of hospitality ng mga Pilipino is sobra-sobra compared doon sa level ng hospitality ng ibang bansa. Although I haven't experienced all of them. And I'm just curious why we became like that. Why we as Filipinos are like that. Siguro this is something to ponder about. Yeah. And sa mga listeners natin, I hope you would be able to give us some answers about this question. Bakit kaya ang mga Pilipino, ganun na lang yung level ng hospitality natin compared sa mga tao from ibang countries? Yes. Susunod! <laughs> yung resourcefulness ng mga Filipino, pag-usapan natin. Naka-experience na ba kayo? Pinoy versus langgam? <laughs> versus, versus langgam? Yes. Yung tipong wala kayong ref. Ipapatong mo yung food na nasa container sa ibabaw ng tubig para di malalapitan na ng gum. Ah, right, right, right. Yes. Ganun kami kahirap. <laughs> Or ganun kayo ka-resourceful. May makain pa the next day. <laughs> Kasi di ba, hindi ko pa alam, ba- bakit, bakit, lag- ang dami lang gum dito sa Pilipinas. <laughs> Totoo. Kasi sweet tayong mga tao. Langgamin. You know? <laughs> Oo oh, nga no, instantly meron kang ref Although hindi lumamig. <laughs> Ito hindi sa akin na experience. Pero recently, di ba, parang merong sumisikat na Filipino inventor. Gumawa siya ng ilaw from plastic bottle. Mm. Yung soft drinks na 1.5, nilagay niya sa yero nila. And then, mm. nire-reflect niya yung araw doon sa bahay nila. Mm-hmm. If that is not resourceful, what do you say about that? <laughs> di ba? And that's Para a Filipino maging... thing. Ilaw nila sa loob ng bahay. Maging ilaw. The mere fact na nagkaroon sila ng liwanag sa loob ng bahay by using such cheap product, that is a Filipino style of resourcefulness, I think. Yes, lalayo pa ba tayo? Siyempre sa pagkain na lang. Pag may mga leftover dyan, nagagawang pa rin natin ang paraan. Yung pangatlo, pangapat na init na, pero may natitira pa. We tend to make a different dish out of it para lang hindi masayang. <laughs> Ganon tayo yeah. ka-resourceful, di ba? Parang yung inula mo kahapon na adobo, bukas adobong pasta na yan. Di ba? Mga ganon. Adobong pasta! What is adobong pasta? <laughs> adobo with spaghetti. With, 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 with spaghetti. With pasta. Ay, spaghetti. Adobo with pasta. Adobo with spaghetti. Mali, mali. Ano adobo with, pasta, with pasta. Hindi ko ma-imagine. Yung sauce ng adobo will be the base. Then, hihimay-himayin mo lang yung manok or kung ano man yun. And then, just mix it up. Making a new dish out of it. Diba? Parang ganun ka-resourceful yung mga Pilipino. It's like, walang masasayang, walang matatapon. Kasi, alam natin yung presyo ng mga bilihin. So, as much as possible, we lessen the waste. Magawa nga well, yun, no? Adobong pasta. <laughs> well, that just goes to say na ang mga Pilipino, hindi lang basta resourceful, but also magagaling. Diba? Yes. And, <laughs> yeah. Come to think of it, di ba? Adobong pasta. <laughs> Sino pang makakagawa niyan? <laughs> Pilipino lang ang may adobo. <laughs> oh, yes. Pero speaking of magagaling, isa rin sa mga Filipino traits, which is kind of toxic, yung paghihila sa mga taong magagaling. Hmm. Cliché hmm. as it sounds, pero crab mentality is a Filipino trait. Yes. 
sa akin, um, personal experience, um, when I went to Japan, hindi mo maiwasan na magkaroon ng competition between peers, like between Filipino. We are expecting to get an extension of our contract at the end of the day. So, we tend to parang magpapagalingan, ganyan, magpapakitang gilas. Minsan, yung pinakapangit doon is sisiraan mo yung isa just to get ahead of that person. Competition yun. is good, but kapag dumating na sa siraan, that's where it becomes toxic. Yeah, that's just not really good. Ang sabi nga sa akin ng nanay ko, pag nasa ibang bansa ka, huwag ka masyado magtiwala sa kapwa mo Pilipino. Yeah. Well, that's an advice that I took and I survived. Nakarinig na ba kayo ng mga panahon na I think, mga elementary days or high school days, yung uso yung mga bulihan, yung mga pagandahan, thingy, Or, or baka sa amin ng mga babae, may maririnig kang, maganda lang yan kasi maputi. Try mo pa itimin yun, papangit yun. <laughs> Oo, <laughs> meron, experience meron. Na ba? I mean, may narinig na ba kayong ganun? Ma- madalas. I think, I think part siya ng pagiging judgmental ng mga Pilipino. Pagiging talangka in short. Pagiging talangka, yes. Although I've shared my experience abroad, hindi naman lahat na nakasama ko is ganyan yung ginagawa, ba? Diba? May mga nakasama rin ako talaga na mabubuti at talagang totoong kaibigan, diba? So, it just so happens na meron at meron talaga. Hindi mawawala yan. Mm, mm. Ayun. Kumbaga, kahit may mga kasama tayong talangka, meron din tayong mga kasamang fishermen. Na... <laughs> <laughs> yung mga talangka, talangka, hinihila ka pa baba. <laughs> tagahuli ng talangka. Fishermen, bukod sa tagahuli ng talangka, inaangat ka mula yeah. sa dagat. <laughs> Ganun. Yes. Dagdag ko lang din, kasi tayo mga Pilipino, well, ako ah, proud ako sa aking skin color na napaka-morena. Pero kasi... Ibay, meron din kasi tayong colorism eh. Yung tipong nagpo-fall siya sa pagiging judgmental ng mga Pilipino na negra ka. Cancelled ka. Pag negra ka, cancel ka. Nognog ka, kulot ka. Ano ba? Is it because we are innately judgmental or dahil yun sa pagiging fanatic natin sa mga bansa na merong mapuputi? I think mm-hmm. ano siya, influence ng other countries, other culture. We are born this way. I mean, we are born kayumanggi. It's beautiful enough. Kaso we just don't appreciate it. Pero kapag pumunta ka sa US, for example, they would really love our color there. They want to get our color. Pero our color, hindi natin ina-appreciate. Oo. Pero kasi mayroong mga Pilipino na napaka-judgmental. Talagang i-judge ka kasi nognog ka or kulot ka na parang napaka wala mo ng kwenta compared sa mga mapuputi. Yung mga ganun. Tapos, meron pa yung maganda lang ang Pilipina if may mixed blood. Yung mga ganun-ganun. Well, in my opinion about this colorism thingy, this is not endemic to Filipinos alone. This is an Asian thingy. Hindi lang tayong mga Pilipino yung merong ganyang thinking na kapag ka maputi, maganda. If you look at the culture of other people from other countries, even Japanese people, Koreans, black people, or even white people, they really give higher regard sa mga taong mapuputi. White loves white, di ba? Black people love white people. Asians love white people. It's just that merong something about being white na it stands out siguro. Or probably naging standard na lang siya ng beauty. That's why most people are becoming harsh towards people with color. Whether your color is brown, black, yellow, whatever. What I'm trying to point out is I think hindi lang siya Filipino toxic attitude or trait. This is like the pitfall in our society. Na kapag hindi ka mapute, cancelled ka. And saying about cancelled thingy, let's talk about this modern problem, especially in the Philippines, the cancel culture. Hmm. Cancel culture, it can be a good thing and a bad thing. It doesn't necessarily mean to be a bad thing for me. Kasi when I see cancel culture, like for example, I see Filipino people, you know, unifying for a purpose. So that's a good thing. In this modern time, we can have one voice. Pero the, the negative part of it is when it gets toxic, na nitpick na lang yung mga bagay-bagay mm. just because we don't like it, ganun. Parang that's the negative part of it. 
this is very rampant sa soft med nowadays, diba? I don't know yeah. if this is still related to generation gap or because we are easily connected nowadays. Kapag ka meron kang gustong i-cancel, it's so easy to spread it out, diba? Yeah. But what do you think is the reason why we are becoming part of those people na nag-i-encourage ng cancel culture? I think one of our traits as a Filipino is being nationalistic. Mm. Diba? Isa lang yung gumalaw sa atin. Lahat na tayo. Re-resback. But sometimes I think our nationalism is kind of misplaced. Mm-hmm. Going back to social media, kapag ka merong Pilipino kahit hindi naman talaga Pilipinong Pilipino, basta meron lang dugong Pilipino tapos sumikat. Oh, proud Pinoy. I'm so proud of you. I'm so proud of being Filipino. But if that same person commits a mistake, suddenly Filipinos are the ones who will cancel them or that yes, person. Yes, exactly. Yung tipong ano, um, paso lang dito, no? yung if wala ka pang narating, people mm. will count you out. Hindi ka bilong. Canceled ka. <laughs> yes. Parang people will make you feel that way. Tapos eventually, pag naging OFW ka, tapos naging successful ka, ganun, bigla, bigla ka na lang nila invite magninong-ninang sa anak nila, tapos yung mga post mo, bigla na lang nila ilalike. Like, what? <laughs> diba? Parang connected pa rin siya sa pagiging talangka ng mga Pilipino, no? This canceled culture thing. Kasi if someone is umaangat and they cannot reach that person, jive na lang sila sa pag-sikat uh, or pag-angat ng tao na to. But if that person is not accepted in the society anymore, of course, they don't want to be associated with that person and they will be like, hayop ka, naniwala kami sa'yo, and so on and so forth, right? Yes. Look, what, look at what happened to Nas Daily. I mean, Mm-mm-mm. when the time na ang mga pinuproduce niya was, you know, contents about the Philippines, Filipinos were like, thank you so much, Nas. Yes. We are so proud of you. We are so blah, blah, blah. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And then when Nas had a problem with the Filipina, while people are not knowing all the sides of the stories, I'm not saying that I know the sides of the stories, which I don't at all, but Filipinos are so easy to cancel Nas Daily even if Nas Daily were able to you know help a lot of people and I know that many people will react on what I said right mm-hmm. baka makancel din yung podcast baka na I'm sorry guys <laughs> <laughs> akin lang po to hindi po to kay legit kay <laughs> <laughs> Totoo naman, naiintindihan ko kung bakit siguro gano'n na lang. Kasi parang we are thirsty of recognition as a Filipino, as a country, as a nation. Being in a poor country, a third world country, we want to be recognized. So gano'n na lang siguro yung support na ibinibigay natin kapag there is someone among us na nagshine. And then, it's easy for us to cancel because we don't want to to be dragged with that person. Diba? Parang ganun. Parang yung failure niya, maging failure ng lahat. Parang we don't want to associate ourselves with that. Parang ganun yung nangyayari. Nagkakaroon tuloy ng ganyang eksena. Boycott, boycott, ganun. But why is it in some factors, let's say, people who are supporting this political person, lumalabas yung amor propio ng mga Pilipino na even if this person is already being dragged down, they still support this person no matter what. But when it comes to some other personalities, they are not like that. I mean, this is where I'm saying na our Filipino nationalism is kind of misplaced. I think. Well, I agree with that. I'm not fan of how they highlight people just because they were able to give a recognition for the country. It's just that they give you recognition but they weren't there when you were on your journey. You know, parang mm-hmm. ganun. So, parang it's easy to claim na you're one of us kapag nagawa mo na yun dapat mong gawin. Pero habang ginagawa mo pa lang yun, you don't even get to feel their support. Which is very toxic. Yeah, I agree with that. <laughs> Actually, napakarami nating unique Filipino traits. But other than those na na-mention natin a while ago, meron pa tayong like... English is intelligence. Oo. <laughs> Bahala, Bahala na si Batman. Batman. Yes! Oh, yan <laughs> The very classic Ningas Kogon. Oo, yung mga nasa social studies textbook natin. Yung mga kasama dyan, yung manyana habit. <laughs> Pero one thing na gusto ko, sabi nila ha, kung gusto mo daw ng healthy relationship, humanap ka ng pangit at ibigin mo ito. Hindi, <laughs> joke. <laughs> humanap ka ng Filipino boyfriend. Oh, oh syempre. Healthy relationship, find a Filipino boyfriend. Mga don romantiko. Nice. <laughs> Pero hindi ko sure. Wow. Mas <laughs> mm, 
find a Filipino boyfriend, but don't forget that Filipino boyfriend has a Filipino parents. Yeah. <laughs> of course. <laughs> <laughs> the Filipino manugang and biyanan. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Tanong ko lang, guys. Do you agree that Pinoys have this innate inferiority complex that makes us become accepting of other culture? Probably we have this inferiority complex kasi nga, gaya ng sinabi mo kanina kay as people from the Philippines na third world or more appropriately developing country, we want validation from other countries na mas angat sa atin. But instead of saying na this is an inferiority complex, I think it's more of worshipping complex, <laughs> if that is even a term, na we tend to worship people na mas mataas sa atin when it comes to the social status. But this is not innate to the Filipinos. This could be an effect of us being repressed and oppressed during the colonization period. That's my thought. Yeah, I uh, agree with about, that. How about you, Jay? Well, sa akin naman, ah, I think kasi meron tayong less privilege compared to others. Like, for example, ah, sa mga Miss Universe, kapag hindi ka mixed blood, parang hindi ka talaga angat. And also, sa mga Hollywood movies, pag sinabing Filipino ka, wala kang dating. Kaya siguro, nagkakaroon na rin tayo ng inferiority complex. And probably, this is also because of how other countries treat us as Filipinos. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. Yeah, I agree with what you said then, uh, Jay. But for me, yung inferiority complex na na-develop natin siguro, it is because of how foreigners was presented to us Filipinos. We were colonized magsimula sa Spain, diba? America, and Japan. So, umaga, we are expected to think highly of them. Naging natural na sa atin na pagka ibang lahi, parang, wow, ibang level yan. Unlike pag Pilipino, ah, Pilipino lang yan. Magiganong klase ng thinking tayo, diba? I don't wanna say it as inferiority complex as well, pero meron tayong certain inferiority when it comes to other other races. Sabaw. Mga Indio. We were Oo. treated as Indio. And Totoo. for Filipino, oh, going back to history, I'm not 100% sure of the details. But kasi diba, nung mga panahon na, ng kampon, alam nyo ba yung kampon? Kampon ng demonyo. <laughs> no, parang abbreviation siya sa mga mananakop natin. Castila, ah. Americano, Hapon, kampon. Woo! <laughs> wow. Okay. So nung panahon ng kampon, especially nung panahon ng mga Kastila, yung mga Espanyol, they were showing to Filipinos na kayo mga Indio, kami mga alta sosedad, alta presyon. Oh, <laughs> alta presyon. Yes! Alta presyon. <laughs> kampon na kampon, ha? Okay. Yeah, kami matataas, kayo mabababa. And other Filipinos na gustong umangat yung status nila sa society, they tend to copy that Kastila. They tend to copy mm, how they dress. Yes. They tend to copy how they talk. They want to be civilized. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so probably, that is one of the reasons why us Filipinos became like this in the current society. Na parabang noong mga panahon na sinasakop tayo ng mga kampon, mas mababa yung tingin ng mga mananakop sa atin. At yung mga Pilipinong gustong umangat ay tinitingnan din nila yung ibang Pilipino na mas mababa sa kanila. Mm. So, kumbaga, pasok din si crab mentality, di ba? Yes, <laughs> I don't know, pasok, but this is and, all history. And pasok din, kaya pala nabuo yung ano, Japan-Japan, sagot sa kahirapan. Sa kahirapan, yes. Kung ano sa Kastila, mga stupid aton, <laughs> Pero guys, are Filipinos really less hard workers or lazier than other countries ba? Well, sa akin, um, I don't think na less hard workers tayo. Kasi siguro sa Philippines, no? yung mga Filipino working in the Philippines, we are expected lang na, oh, ito lang yung trabaho natin, ito lang dapat ginagawa natin. Pero that's not the reality as well, di ba? Kasi minsan, meron tayong tinatawag na pakyawang trabaho, di ba? Parang ganon. So I don't think na we are working less harder than other countries. Pero I can say na we work harder kapag nasa ibang bansa tayo kasi we want them to value us. We want them to see our worth na pwede nila tayong extend pwede nila tayong mabigyan ng opportunity na mas mapaganda pa yung buhay natin. Parang ganon. So, I really think that we are hard workers. 
but why not do that in the Philippines? Isn't that because we are also worshiping people from other countries na we want to prove them na magaling tayo pag nandun tayo sa ibang bansa? Well, why I cannot think, we do that in the Philippines? I think, G, um, maybe because we don't need to. Kasi ang Pilipinas, napakasagana. Ang daming resources dito sa Pilipinas. Eh. And we don't have, like, for example, most of the developed countries, di ba, meron silang winter season. Mm. Dito sa Pilipinas, wala naman tayong winter eh. We don't mm. have to work really hard compared to those countries na merong mga winter. Mm. But don't get me wrong, ha? I'm not saying that Filipinos are lazy because to be honest, I am really offended when people are saying, especially foreigners are saying that Filipinos are lazy because I personally uh, experience that. I mean, hindi sa akin, ha? sa akin sinasabi na why are Filipinos lazy? Why yes. are they working like that? Well, ito yan. Ito yung rason kung bakit. Nagtatrabaho tayo ng naayon sa sweldo. Magkano ba ang minimum? <laughs> diba? So, magkano minimum sa Pilipinas? Magkano minimum do sa ibang bansa? Diba? Ganun na lang kasimple. If we are paid enough for us to exert more effort, eh, hindi ganun yung nangyayari. We just work according to what we are getting paid for. For me, ah, I think doon pa rin ako sa we don't have to work really hard when we are in the Philippines compared to when we are abroad. Hmm. To be honest, even Jose Rizal will not agree that Filipinos are lazy people. Sabi niya nga in one of his writings, Indolence of the Filipino People, Filipinos are not innately indolent or lazy. Because even before these kampon came to the Philippines, we were farming, we were trading Kumbaga, we were trying to live and do things on our own. But something happened when these people came in. And especially, one of the biggest contributors, I think, is the Spaniards. You know, those Shesta culture, manana habits, ningas kogon na mga traits. Probably, they are not innately Filipino. Ano ba? Parang nagsasound ako na hindi ako nakamove on sa pananakop ng mga kampon sa atin. Hindi, pero totoo naman. Um... It is passed down from, di ba? Kasi yun yung nakita natin eh. And that's how people with, how can I say, parang fortunate people tend to get a lot of free time, a lot of me time, a lot of lazy time. Pero kapag uh, hindi ka fortunate, parang you have to work your ass off. Di ba? Parang, yeah, I agree. Sa dinami-dami ng napag-usapan natin, both toxic, negative, positive, beautiful, the good and the bad and the ugly, if there's one Pinoy quality that you could be proud of, what would it be? So, for me, siguro, what I can be proud of is just being a Filipino. Just being me. Being Filipino. Nothing more, nothing less. Sure, there's a lot of negative traits, positive traits, but that makes me Filipino. So, I'm a, a proud Filipino for being a Filipino. How about you, Jay? For me, being resourceful talaga. Nasa tatak na lang Pilipino yan. Yung mga tipong... <laughs> Nakakatawa eh. Iba talaga eh. Yung mga tipong sabi nga ni Kay kanina, ulam mo ngayon, pwede pang maging ulam kinabukasan, lagyan mo lang ng konting magic, pwede na. Diba? Yung hmm. pagiging resourceful ng mga Pilipino, iba talaga. And I'm so proud of it. And para sa akin, one thing that makes me really proud as a Filipino is our genuine heart. Mm. I have never met other people from another country na kasing genuine ng concern natin sa ibang tao. Mm. That we sacrifice a lot of things for other people. That's yeah. what makes me proud as a Filipino. Mm. Kaya nga daming caregivers sa atin, di ba? That's true. <laughs> anyway, guys, let's move on to the final segment of this episode. What's your or talk? Surely we have long journey to fix the negative traits that we have. But, you know, realizing it now, being able to talk about it, is a step forward to making us Filipino, to making ourselves a better version. Nobody's perfect. Being a Filipino is being happy. 
Kasi everyone here, when you see people, they smile at you. Makasulubong mo sila sa daan, di ba? Parang, I always feel warm around Filipinos. Regardless siguro dun sa mga negative traits, I still love the Philippines and the Filipinos. That's my talakan to. Okay, for me naman, there are two sides of the coin on the essence of being a Filipino. The beautiful face of friendship and the ugly face of hate. My talk is Filipinos are naturally caring, loving, respectful, helpful, and an infinite of good traits. I'm so proud to be Pinoy. But my talak is we have Bayanihan, remember? And dami naming warriors. Keyboard warriors. <laughs> <laughs> Hell hath no fury like you've been warned. <laughs> okay, for me, a nation's traits is developed through a very long period of time. We've been there, we've been tested through the time, mula pa dun sa mga kampon hanggang ngayon sa modernisasyon. But whatever we are today as Filipinos, whether good, bad, beautiful, or ugly, those are the traits that make us truly Filipino. Pero that doesn't necessarily mean that we have to embrace all those traits. Kasi as our society gets older and modern, kumbaga adulting na nga society natin, di ba? We also have to learn and to improve as one society para naman mas lalo pa tayong maging proud na maging Pilipino. And that's my talak and talk. We finished another episode for tonight. If you guys have some talaks or talks, ikwento nyo sa amin yan sa mga social media pages namin. That's it for tonight. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye.